0: Show. Proudly sponsored by BTOsports.com with Steve Mathis.
1: Welcome to the BTO sports.com Pulp MX slash DMX Canadian Motocross Preview Podcast. It's a couple weeks away. The Canadian Series is opening up. Uh, it's going to be pretty good. I think I'm looking forward to it. It's actually, uh, I really, really think the 450 class, nay, the MX1 class is going to be great. Uh, with me, uh, you know, obviously I'm Canadian, but I'm, I'm not going to all the races. I'm not up on the scene like the two gentlemen on the line right now, who are Canadian motocross experts, and that would be none other than uh, Ryan, the New Beginning, Lockhart, the Noof. What's up, Noof? Hey, man, how's it going? How are you? Good, good, doing uh, well. How's things at Atlas Braces? Things are good.
0: Been busy. Uh, everything's been uh, lots of cool things in the works, and yep. um, yeah,
1: everything's uh, everything's good. Now you are definitely not coming back. Racing? No. Okay.
0: Right. No. But, you know, it still is. I still got a week. I still got a week, so my right. mind could change in this, uh,
1: right, this right. next week. So. Well, let me know. I'll get the press release going and the press started for it. All um, right, cool. And uh, the other man on the line is uh, he's been an integral inside the Canadian uh, moto scene uh, for forever. At first, as a racer, and now, um, well, still racing, but now um, helping out the series. Ryan Gold. What's up, Goldie?
2: Hey, Nathan Mathis. It's okay, good so- to hear from you. and It's odd hearing news so professional on the other line with that nice. He's got that soft, office yeah. voice
1: now. Right, right. He's changed. <laughs> He's changed, man, yeah. definitely. Um, Galdi, how many years can – well, okay, well, there was one year where you got sent home on a Greyhound bus where you didn't yeah. do the series, but if you, if you, you, did, you started that series that year. Um, so if you count that as a series, how many consecutive years now, either as a racer or working for the CMRC, have you been doing the Canadian Nationals for?
2: Uh, let's see, I turned 95, so uh, 18 years. Jesus,
1: this will be my wow. 18th year. 18 years of racing or going to all the races, yes. Wow, uh, that's something else. Okay, so yeah. 2013, and I'm glad, I'm glad we got you on the line, Galdi. Uh, this is going to be on DMXS or DMX, DMX, which is weird because you worked for MXP forever, the CMRC owned magazine, but you left there, you're no longer there, and and I gotta say. If it's possible to send shockwaves through the Canadian moto industry, as small as it, small as it is, that one sent shockwaves, right, Noof? Wouldn't you agree?
0: Yeah, I was uh, I was quite surprised when uh, when Galdi told me, but um, I was too. Y- you know, so what it is,
1: I guess. So what's up, Galdi? What are you doing now? What happened? What's what's going on?
2: Well, I don't know about shockwaves. It might have been some ripples in everyone's Tim Hortons coffee, but
1: uh... still, <laughs> it's more. <laughs> uh
2: what happened there was uh, just a, a full conflict between me and Charles Stanser, one of the owners of MXP. Uh, him and Mark Stoller, brass 50 50, and me and that guy are just oil and water. Mm-hmm. I I did the five year stint with it and and felt awesome. Of I felt I did a good job and all that kind of stuff and earned the respect of my peers and you know turned myself into being that sort of uh, Ron Lashini type racer where I never got respect because I was a hanging out at the bars or looking for chicks or doing idiot stuff. Right. So uh, I got a good job and turned it around that way, and uh, felt they did a good position. But you know, me and that guy were just—it was uh, just couldn't work, man. We just wow. couldn't work. I—I I, I didn't have respect for him. He didn't have respect for me. So we just had to move on. It took five years to figure that out. But, <laughs> so uh, you know, <laughs> that's exactly how it was. There's no—that's no BS yep. or nothing, man. I just—he don't like me. I don't like him. That was how it ended.
1: You're still an announcer of the series. Still going all the rounds. What are you gonna do? Do, do you have a plan? Do you have anything you can? Uh, let out of the bag, or what's your plan? I mean, obviously, you can get a cushy job like Noof, and... You
2: know, <laughs> yeah, but, um, hmm. as of right now, there's not a whole lot of plan, to be honest with you. I feel like I just got out of high school again and wondering what the hell I'm supposed to do with my life, and <laughs> right. at 35, it's uh, hard to be like, oh, let's go race my dirt bike again and make some money, even though I've been doing that the last, like, month and a half every weekend, but uh-huh. uh, I, uh, I I got a few things in the works. I've okay. talked to a couple companies about some things, but as per usual, it's like, you know, no one getting back to here, mm-hmm. this and that, so... I'm basically going to live the uh, live the dream for the summer and uh, do the national thing. And then come August, if something doesn't pick up throughout the industry or, you know, yeah. uh, for what I can do and stay inside the motorcycle thing, I'll go start doing drilling with my old man or something. Just mm. become a regular dude and lose Twitter, lose my phone and grow a beard and yeah. just kill deer.
1: Drink your whole paycheck away, right?
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah I got to do that right, for sure. Right. Right. Fully drink it away and then borrow money off of friends. <laughs> Then, fight with them, uh you know, get in relationships well, and end them because of drinking and binging and all that all that bad stuff, you know what I mean, and then next sounds, thing you know uh, I'll be the like first me, intervention be, uh, in Canada
0: sounds like you'd be a good time to be around uh the summer Galdi. <laughs>
2: yeah, I don't really got much to lose anymore, I guess, so it's pretty much <laughs> wide open, but i'm actually I'm pretty stoked to be doing the nationals. That's awesome that Stally still is uh, cool that way, like me and him are like you know basically best buddies, we talk every day and stuff, so he's been cool yeah. with that and and I got a few more things on my on my plate this summer to look after at the national. Right. So, uh, you it's, know, it's cool that way. So
1: MX4 might be needing a moderator. Maybe you could apply there. You're very popular. <laughs> popular over
2: there. Do you think there. they'd even take my resume? I don't
1: know. I'm not sure. You could try. It's uh, it's <laughs> it's, at, it's at Hammer Time at Canadian Moto Sucks. Uh, uh, you could try that. But no, uh, hey, you know what? You'll you'll get something. Um, you know, and hopefully hopefully it's you know after we hang up and. Yeah, let's brace people here. This hopefully you know Newf isn't let go, and you're hired to move to the West Coast. But uh, uh,
0: hey, you know what was a classic Hammer time that I just had to bring this up because I forgot to say it before um, Hammer time when Metcalf was on the Pulp Show a few <laughs> weeks, ago, or I guess it was a month a while or so ago, ago. Yeah, yeah. That call was the most classic call I've ever heard in my life when he <laughs> called in. I couldn't even believe my ears what I was hearing.
1: Oh, uh, it was classic too. Yeah, I missed that. Oh, I didn't listen to it. Um, yeah, it was funny. Uh, well, nice, nice. I feel like. Um, between both of you, and my little knowledge, I have the equipment, so that th- this is where I come into this. I we ha- I, you have to include me because I have all this equipment. But uh, <laughs> you two are the real experts uh, of Canadian Moto, so uh, I want to break it down, talk about it, figure out who's going to do what, what's happening, and uh, and all this. First off, though, I guess um, Noof, there's a new track this year in Quebec. It's an old track. It's back on the schedule, and Galdi. Who can forget 2003?
2: Um, I mean, let's see, who could forget it? Randy <laughs> Valade, maybe? Oh, uh, Ryan Sipes would probably like to forget that day because he ran into the Ryan, trees.
0: Ryan Sipes did forget that day because he knocked himself <laughs> out. <so>. Remember,
2: <laughs> that, remember that crash with Sarahs on the TV show up in the trees? Oh, my God. Yeah, um, that
0: one was good. But classic. He, he, but, he, uh, he,
2: he, uh, yeah, and uh, Deshaun uh, Beau Steve, is back, and uh, it's got a, a, a big spot in the Noose heart and
1: a lot uh, of
0: fans' hearts back in that day for sure.
1: Noose, you won the overall.
0: Uh, no, I actually didn't oh. get the overall. Oh, I thought but you did. Let, let's just say we got the overall. Okay,
1: it? it's better. So
0: because yeah, it sounds better that way. But I went three, three, one for tied for the tied for the uh, overall. I believe or it was second or whatever. So um, yeah, so would I got second?
1: Or maybe on Saturday night you can gather all the top guys together and take them around, show them the lines.
0: Yeah, I can show them. Uh, I can show them where you know where to go. But um, I'll never forget that race. though. it's funny. I can play that race back in my my head <laughs> lap by lap. I can remember. Ryan Sipes probably would have won that moto,
1: not to take, you know, he was coming, but um, he crashed, and uh, I won. You know uh, what? I, I can't mock you because I put up me beating Blair Morgan on 80s mm-hmm. in Saskatoon on YouTube channel. It has about 4,000 views.
2: Yeah, you were like a circus bear racing right. a midget. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I, I really can't mock you. I seem to also live in the past. Don't worry, so, uh and, and, of course, Galdi, you've, uh, how many wins do you have? I only have one. Only one? Okay. All right. Only one, I yeah. I got a few more. I got well,
2: lots of podiums, but only right, got the right. one
1: win. So All right. So between my Saskatoon win and Noofs Moto win at DeChambeau and your your one national win, we're good. We're covered.
2: Who the hell is going to listen win. to this?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> well, DeChambeau, it's sand track, right? You guys? Uh, yes. Sa- mostly sand? Like, are we talking gopher sand, Southwick sand? Sandalay no, sand? It's, it's kind of like, I, I would say, like,
0: there's some spots that are kind of a little bit like Gopher sand, but more so uh, Sandalay sand. A little bit harder okay. base underneath. Yeah. And, and it, if it rains, it kind of gets sloppy on top. Not that deep, uh, rolling, whooped-out sand. A lot of breaking bumps mm-hmm. and stuff. And uh, kind of reminds me a lot of Sandalay. And I always like Sandalay as well. And um, right. it, uh, it reminds me of that.
1: You know, uh, Galdi, 9 race series, so add Deshambeaux, three sand tracks that, to me, are gnarlier than anything down here in the U.S., like gnarlier than Southwick, Um, all three of them. And that's actually, like, in a nine-race series, you better be good on that stuff.
2: Uh, No kidding, yeah, 100%. Uh, A lot of times in in years past, you always see that odd guy that comes out in the sand, right, Mm -hmm. that, you know, the the Cal or Charbonneau. Cal Medallia was able to grab his first win ever in the sand back in the day. you always get that one guy same with the kind of sexist thing. So now you got 3 3 rounds, 6 motos per class. There's a lot of points at stake right there.
1: Right. Yeah, and, and some guys uh like give me Noof, who can't ride the sand. Or not can't, but who struggles in it.
0: Well, it always seemed uh, like Dusty Clots the Allison brothers and the Allison anybody from, or... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, anybody from uh... Alberta. Yeah. Anybody from Alberta. Naudit, Naudit struggles in the sand. Okay. Um, there's lots of guys. I mean, Gopher Dunes was a good one last year. I mean, it came in, you, you know, guys battle. Like, I I pictured the Allison battle and, and Topher and Naudit battle for third in the series last year, and, and none of those guys were even in the top top five. I mean, I think Topher might have got a third or something like that, but none of those yeah. guys were even close to the top five for the right. most part, you know? And
1: and Galdi, the guys that can ride, uh, obviously Brett Metcalf can, one Southwick. Colton's yes. good in the sand. Um, yeah. Uh, the Bedaglias are good in the sand. Politelli won Gopher two years ago, right? That's one of his wins. Yeah, so. That was kind of a
2: surprise, being a California kid, you know?
1: Yeah, that's yeah, no, very exactly. much a surprise. I had no, like, no clue that the kid could ride,
2: you know? Yeah, he killed it that day, too. He didn't just win, he right. killed it.
1: So, anyway, so, yeah, sand sand races should play a factor in uh, in the series. Now, let's get to the another rule change. Two strokes in the class. Golly, you, you've listened to the I think Newf and I did one of these, or I did one with buyer too, where I talked about it. He's racing a two, two fifty two strokes are allowed in the two fifty uh, F class in the MX two class. Do you like this, Golly? Do you think this is a good idea?
2: I am all for it uh, for two reasons. For one, um, to actually, I guess, three reasons. For one, to help keep the manufacturers up here moving bikes because those guys still are. There's still a lot of two strokes in Canada because you can run them a lot cheaper. Then the second rule is because you can run them cheaper at the Nationals. It helps those privateer guys out a little bit, even mm-hmm. though most of the guys that are running it, I believe, are actually getting help from the, from the manufacturer or, mm-hmm. or somebody that, like like the Moffin buyer, McGlynn. Uh, Liam O'Farrell is getting his bike through, like Orange Motorsports, but KTM as well. And then the other thing, man, it's, it's going to be cool. And, and what I've seen so far, it is completely suitable. Okay. Uh, from what I've been seeing so far in Ontario with uh, Liam O'Farrell and Richard Gray. Richard Gray this year should be a top-five guy in MX2. Liam O'Farrell rips on pretty much anything he rides, uh-huh. and these guys have literally been going back and forth in the last, what's it been, like five weeks, six weeks in a row, every moto they have been on the track. So, I like think it's been amazing racing. Like, people are coming back to our pits and be like, wow, that was awesome, oh, my God, yeah. and, and this is so cool, and da 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 you know, put it on the grand scheme or on the bigger scale, like the Nationals. I think it's only going to be a win-win.
1: new what do you what do you think of this rule? What did you like
0: it? Uh, I, I like it too. I mean, I think uh, just like Aldi said, I. I have to to say that I think you're going to see just a lot more privateer guys willing to commit to, let's say, the five east rounds or the the four west rounds because they can afford to do it on their two-stroke. I see lots of kids all the time at the local tracks, you know, local pros and stuff switching over to the two-strokes because, uh, for one, I I think that they feel like it's an advantage. And personally, in my mind, I think it is an advantage to ride a 252-stroke if you know how to ride the thing. Yeah, Um, Because, I mean, the things are fast, man, out of the gate, like, um, but I think it's definitely uh, – it, it's going to be cool. I mean, um, I guess we're going to see. I mean, it's, uh, it's one of those things, and hopefully it works out well and, uh, and you know, just a, it puts more people on the gate every moto.
1: Do you think it will put more people on the gate? Yeah? You, you, you think?
0: I, yeah. I do. I do. I, yeah. I, I think you'll get at least five to ten
2: extra guys per round now per yeah. province.
0: I mean, I, I'll use, I'll use a, a kid like Jarrett Stock for an example. I mean, uh-huh. that kid's chased the Nationals the last two years in the 450 class. You know, he's had some okay rides, but for the most part, he's a 15th to 20th place guy. Um, do you think that he was going to drop the money again this year to go and chase a 450 class and finish 15th? Probably not. They've changed the rule. He goes out and buys a two-stroke. Now he's all, you know, excited again, and he's going to do the whole series.
1: Okay. Yeah, yeah well... No. I use-
0: I use that as an example because I think mm-hmm. that there's more more than one one person thinking that there's more local kids out here I can't even think of their name that are like yeah hey, we're going to do the first first four rounds and see how it goes and we got the 252 stroke they put a pipe on it and they go racing you know All
1: Right. So Galdi do you think Oh the, O'Farrell and Gray have been going back and forth you said right? So Yeah,
0: like banging bars or something. So still.
1: if you put O'Farrell on a two-stroke does Gray beat him? I think so. Like I'm um, trying to I'm trying to think if no. if not is he doesn't. No. No,
2: I, I like I just said, I've been witnessing this. They've gone back and forth. I, I, if I pull up the results of the last few races... No, but I'm saying, you,
1: no, but I'm saying if you put O'Farrell on a, on a four-stroke, sorry.
2: Oh, on a 250F, yeah, F, yeah, yeah I, Gray it, would beat him, yeah. Okay,
1: so the bike is helping O'Farrell, is that? Yeah. Like, what you're seeing is a rider getting better results because of being on a slightly better bike, or a better bike.
2: Is yeah, that, that's definitely okay. one way you can look at it, for sure.
1: Okay, all right, so... Yeah, I, I, you know, and... and the question of where they're going to be good, they're obviously not going to be as good on a dry, they're not going to be good as, as good at Nanaimo if it's dry and everything else.
2: I would think the Nanaimo would be a bit of a disadvantage unless it gets right. like the proper wetness and this gets really, really tacky and yeah. the ruts are just always perfect. Yeah. Like, that's not the other happen.
0: thing is, too, is you've got to remember we still, have, uh, we still have three rounds that have cement starts up. No, two rounds that have cement starts. Um, yeah. So there's no way that a 252 stroke is going to come off the concrete as no. good as uh, as good as a four stroke. Just it's not right. impossible.
1: Yeah, and in the sand, I'm torn. Like, obviously, it's it's you know you're going to need the the power of a 252 stroke, but then again, like it's it's harder to ride one faster in the sand. Like if you're trying to be on the pipe and killing it. Yeah. The- yeah. Like a 250. 250- yeah, I, I mean, I yeah. mean, I think the
0: 252 stroke in the sand, it's going to be, it will be not maybe not an advantage, but maybe not a, a disadvantage. I mean, you still have that power, but the thing is going to dig a lot deeper. Like say on the start, you're sitting there, you got the thing revving, and the gate drops, and it's probably going to dig a hole where more of the four stroke is pulling ahead. I would, I would think, anyways.
2: No, you got it's the opposite, right, Nuke? Because you got more torque, so it's going to dig harder where the 250 is going to stay on top of the sand because it's using more uh, right. horsepower.
1: Right. But the, you know F, I mean? but the 250F allows you to be a bit lazier. You don't got to be – like when it's late yeah. in the moto and you're tired and on a two-stroke, you would have to be standing up wide open, railing the turn. If you're a bit tired or a bit lazier because you're, you know, you're tired, 250F, you can wick it and you're, up, you're, yeah. you're at speed quicker, you know?
2: 100%. That so. torque advantage late in the right, moto when you're tired right. is so a big hand.
1: I see it both ways in the sand. I, I don't really know which one's better. But like we said, there's six motos, so – should be yeah. interesting. Um, all right, let's get to MX1 class. Uh, I've got – now, I love Bobby Canari. There's no bigger fan, literally, no bigger fan than me of Bobby <laughs> Um He's a great guy. And, you know, he's wearing X-Brand goggles, and I want him to win a title, and he came so close. He came, he's, he's come close before. But having said that, I don't think he's ever seen Brett Metcalf on AMA National. You know what I mean? They've never battled. They've never been close. It's always been see you later. So, Metcalf I think is better than than Bobby Canari significantly. And I I think better better than Teddy Mayer, better than Medaglias. Colton is the wild card here, I think. I, but I still and I love Colton, he's a great rider, but you know, three two years now he hasn't won, a lot of injuries. Some injuries again getting ready to, getting used to this KTM, the new bike. I see Newf, I see Metcalf far and away the favorite. What do you think?
0: Didn't we have this conversation at the Circle Bar here a few weeks ago? Yeah, I think we did.
1: You had no shirt on, and <laughs> yeah. we were we we were a few beers few beer few beers deep. But um. yeah,
0: no. But in all honesty, I'm on the same page as uh, same page as you. I mean, I mean, I think that maybe not every weekend. I, I mean, it's hard to bet against Brett. I, I think that all around he's going to be the best guy, and I would think I cannot see. Him not winning this championship. I mean, obviously, there's some variables that can happen. Oh, of course, but, yeah, uh, yeah. Nobody's nobody's but,
1: holding this to, to
0: hold, Yeah, I mean, know. I I would think that the, at the end of the at the end of the you know the, the nine race series, he, mm-hmm. he will be the champion. Um, I I've seen I've seen him ride. I've seen Teddy ride, and let me tell you, those guys are both going really fast.
1: Um, the only then obviously, if Metcalf was coming off his you know his his season of 2011, I would put him as mm-hmm. a huge favorite. But he hasn't yeah. raced for a year. He hasn't raced for a year. Um, you know, it's been, it's his, 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 he had a bad injury. I guess we need, well, you, you saw him ride, so clearly you think he's totally recovered. Um, I wouldn't say he's
0: back to the Brett Metcalf of 2011. I mean, yeah. that's, that's uh, Southwick you know, winner,
1: that's top five. A little guy. bit different of right.
0: a, a level, right? But, um, I mean, when I watched him ride, I mean, he was out there pounding lap after lap after lap, and he was right. like dead solid. Never, not a mistake, hit his corner every time. Yeah. Um, but, he's liking the bike and stuff. So, he, you know, he he's definitely looked really, really solid, but not the Brett Metcalf of 2011.
1: But, Galdi, uh, how many times have we seen – and, I, I mean, Matt Gurky needed a year, although his wrist was kind of junky. Bobby, was, Bobby got better his second year. You can just go down the list of Americans that have come up. Um, maybe, maybe um, the strangeness and the weirdness of the series – uh, Colton can catch him off guard. What do you think?
2: Um, I mean, if you go just on paper alone it'd be it'd be hard to bet against the guy for sure, and you know if all the planets align and uh all that kind of stuff, I don't think anybody's going to beat him at all. but like you just said we i've seen it we've seen it many times j s r did it to them five years in a row. Uh, before that, it was Blair Morgan and Marco Dube, and then, you know, uh, mm-hmm. Colton Fasciotti, Dusty Klatt. So there's been a numerous a number of Americans, maybe not quite as high-profiled as, as what Metcalf is. I mean, like you just said, only yeah. two years ago, the guy was winning uh outdoor AMA national. So um, to be honest with you, I don't think it's going to be Colton that you're going to be watching oh. this guy watching him chase, yeah.
1: Okay. Well, who?
2: I think you're going to see the number seven.
1: Really? You think, That's,
0: yeah, yeah. Ty- I think Tyler, Tyler Medaglia, yeah. Tyler Medaglia.
1: Uh, I thought
0: you were talking about Mike Treadwell. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Treadwell, yeah. Treadwell is looking good these days. Um,
2: Treadwell is going to moto uh, the VET 25, 30, and 40 on Saturday and then run every practice and moto on Sunday. Treadwell. And, um, just, you know, he's just got to get points out there. Just get Treadwell points out
1: will there. have his low-grade suspension on. <laughs> low he we'll, He will be... He will be motoring down. So, really, okay. So, so yeah. Colton, what do you think? Colton, just, just too hurt, too banged up, and, and Tyler on his game?
2: I, um, I have a weird thing going on right now. Well, I guess Brett hasn't raced either in a year, but I don't understand how these guys don't race and go into a series.
1: But don't get me and started. be as, don't. as, good, as
2: they, good as they need to be.
0: Right.
1: Galdi, and,
2: I
0: don't mean to interrupt you here, but I was going to oh, touch on the, same, on the same thing. Colton hasn't raced since Gopher Dunes of last year. Right. I mean, I mean, I mean. Metcalf has been racing REM every weekend. He's been doing what he what he's got to do to get get ready. And I mean, not to beg on Colton, but Colton's been been healthy here for a while. I mean, no, yeah. Well, there, I, I texted him last
2: weekend to come to Motor Park, and he he said he couldn't get organized. And then this weekend in Lee, he doesn't want to drive the five hours oh, um, that's, that's to go race it. And there's good competition <laughs> like Jeremy Medaille has come this weekend. Keast, yeah. Liam. Um, Hall, Robinson, myself, a bunch of young kids are coming out. Nathan Bless is coming. Uh, So, anyway, just, you know, good motos to sort of get your feet wet. But I just, I don't get it. But, I mean, he's done it before with Blackfoot. So, he's proven me wrong. But I just don't, I don't see it this year.
0: Yeah, he has the talent to win. I mean, he Colton's phenomenal on a bike. I mean, the kid is—he's uh, unreal to watch. And and mm-hmm. like you said, you know, he—he—he's proved it before. I mean, this isn't the first year that he hasn't uh, lined up for any races in the preseason and come out and wax everybody, right? So
2: right, exactly. So I, uh, you know, I, again, adjustment with the new bike and stuff like that. we i have seen some video of him and things sound like you know it's all hunky dory, but you know we won't uh, get to see. But I—I've I, been hearing and seeing Tyler ride that bike. And he just looks unreal on it.
1: Really? Okay. Yeah, I he have looks a, unreal on it. I have him on my list as even after Bobby and after Mare, like just with the yeah. late with with his last year, he was okay, but he had a lot of stress going on and all this. But he was he was, I expected more from him last year, in in before yeah. he got hurt. And then this year, he you know he, I guess he I guess it's a long time ago now, but I was thinking late jump on the KTM late start on the KTM, but um, I had him even after Bobby and after Teddy. So what do I know? Clearly, you have number two.
2: Yeah, I, I, I have him for the guy battling for the top Canadian award anyway, battling with right. Mayer and, and Metcalf for sure. He's, he's, he's my choice.
1: Wow. Okay, what do you think, one.
2: What do you
1: think, Newf? Uh,
0: I, I think to, from what I've been hearing, I actually haven't seen him right yet. I've seen some right. videos of him and stuff, but uh, I, I have him as a third, fourth place guy. Right, right. So, I, think I, mean, that, I, yeah. I think that he's going to be better than he was last year. Um, I he sounds like he's way more prepared and way more excited for the series. Mm-hmm. But uh, I still think a third, third, fourth place guy.
1: I don't think you can count out to, like, that Blackfoot team. They were so – there was a lot of internal pressure, a lot of external pressure. And I don't know if that's there with the KTM team. Galdi, do you, do you agree with me? like Not even close. Colton strikes me as the type – and I've talked to Blair about this before, he's, he's an old guy, he's married, but he really strikes me as a kid that you have to feed, spoon-feed everything to. And if there's not someone there watching him, maybe he doesn't know what he's doing.
2: Um, I mean, yeah, talking Blair, would know that uh, as good as anybody. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, JSR is not really around as much as he used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of thing, you know. But Colton, like you know, go to Colton. He's a lot. He's a little older now. He's married. Got his own house. Got more responsibility on the go. Yeah. So you mix you mix that all together, and he should basically come out almost being the same same person, same rider, and everything yeah. like that. I just, but uh, I just don't. I I have this thing about racing, man. I don't know how you can <laughs> go to nationals and not get that that aggression and that feeling on the gate and that nervousness and that. All that weird stuff that comes with yourself on race day, compared to just being a, a slack and practice and stuff. I just,
1: it's funny. I don't know, man. You're you're talking about it like a racer, okay? I'm coming at it like a mechanic, and my my theory is there. And I just saw this with Hangtown. I just talked to you know half a dozen racers after Hangtown. You no. practice and test at one speed, and on one track condition that isn't as rough, and then you get into your race, you pick it up. You go faster. The track is rougher, and all of a sudden you realize, "Oh shit!" Like I'm off. You know, my my Not settings really. are off. And mm-hmm. w- and racing helps you. Racing there's no yeah. there's no substitute for racing. So you're coming at it like a rider, and I totally agree with you. And I'm coming at it as a mechanic, and I totally think that you need to race to get to realize. Okay, where am I at on my bike? Where am I at? Yeah. You know.
2: So I I have a I, you know I mean those guys are doing their testing and all that kind of stuff, but I just like you said I, right. I don't but they've raced for years so i i okay. just, uh so, i think colton's going to be there i just don't think he's going to be the same guy he was when he was on the yamaha's right. and at his best
1: look at um and again uh, james stewart is not colton fasciati or colton fasciati is not james stewart or whatever however you want to say it the the that was 2 years ago the colton last one that yep. you just don't go that many years without winning and get another and win again you know what i mean history yeah, yeah. history is not kind to to that to people who miss miss years of winning. Yeah, winning,
2: it's, so. it's you know, you just you, eventually you got to throw uh something back at it. You can't just keep hoping it's going to stay the same thing. You got to keep giving back to it and keep doing it okay. to keep your momentum going.
1: Okay, noof. Uh 18 motos in the Canadian MX1 series. How many does Medy win?
0: Uh
1: well, he the sand? The, I oh, okay. had a bet
0: going here at the office that he was going to go eight. I thought he could do a perfect season. <laughs> oh,
1: come on, no <laughs> way!
0: <laughs> really? I, I, would go, I must have been crazy that day, but I, I, I really think, in all honesty, you he's going to win over. He's, yeah, yeah, no, I had it on. He's going to win over half the motos. Yeah, I, I, he's, he's going to win. He's going to win ten, eleven motos. He's going
1: to sweep the sand. That's six, right? Because he flies in the sand. Gurky. Yep. had. He's as fast as Gerki, if not faster. Yeah. Um, and Gerki had no problems, right? In the sand. So exactly. I, I got him sweeping the sand races, and, yeah, another six. That's 12. 12 13 out of uh, 18. What do you think, Aldi? Um,
2: As I said, I guess if everything aligns, I don't see him not doing that. Yeah, yeah. I You know, unless – I don't see a bike problem either because the team seems to be pretty legit. They know what's going on. C4, Luke, and, and Pat and the boys over there got everything uh. cleaned right up, and there's never seemed to be – there hasn't been a leading edge bike getting pushed or pushed off the track in a lot of years. Right. So it's hard to hard to say that could happen. And then you know, I mean he's a good he's a good starter, so he might not get caught up with some sort of duct tape Canadian <laughs> squid pro guy, right? Right. <laughs> not that there's a ton of them anymore. It's not like when me and Noof used to race some years and years ago, but yeah. Um you know <laughs> yeah, back in O three. Back in O three <laughs> um, But we're uh
1: Remember when you, you went know, He's so
2: not likely to get caught up. Maybe like I just, I, it, I, right. I don't want to see it because that sucks for the series. But right. it's hard not to bet against it, man.
1: Um, all right, so Bobby Canari, uh, third. I have Bobby in third. Teddy Mayer is back on a 450. Last time he was on a 450, he got third, I believe, in the series. Yeah. Uh, and then I have Tyler and Jeremy. Now, obviously, Golly, you think Tyler's going to be higher up than I do, but Canari, Mayer, Noof. Uh, what? How do you choose between them? Pretty tough, huh?
0: Really tough. I mean, uh, Bobby had a great year last year, and I mean, mm-hmm. he uh, he won a moto straight up there in Calgary, pretty much, and um, came off another really good Supercross season in a, in a deep field. You know, I think his results in Supercross were better last year, but the field wasn't as deep. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, Bobby's always ready to go. But the only thing I, I feel with Bobby is that is that guy ever going to get burned burned out? Like that? <laughs> I feel like he's been racing for four years. <laughs> Straight every right. single weekend and traveling through the night and stuff. He's got to be getting tired, tired a little bit.
1: Yeah, yeah, maybe so.
0: Um, yeah, and I mean, I like Bobby and he's great for the series and uh, I'd love to see him win, uh, you know, a handful of motos mm-hmm. and, uh, and challenge for wins. But he's got to be getting
1: a little bit tired. And Mayor, what did you think of Mare when he raced four fifties? He was like, I went to two races that year. He was like so quiet. Like, well, he's a quiet guy, anyways. Like, he barely speaks, anyways. But then, like on the track, he's just he's fast Uh, he's just kind of quiet
0: that's what i i thought the same i thought the same thing too when he when he raced and and when when i knew that he was riding 450 this year i i thought you know if i was to pick without seeing anybody ride i would have said you know a fourth fifth place guy but Uh when i when i saw him two weeks ago it was a different teddy mare that i've seen on the bike i've never seen him so aggressive even when he was on the on the little bike
1: Yeah, yeah and
0: um he was like you know, scrubbing stuff and, and charging and aggressive, and uh, mm-hmm. he impressed the crap out of me. He's my number two pick, um, and I think that he'll win some motos, and especially having that year under his belt on the 450. He knows what the class is going to be like. He knows how to do the long motos, and uh, coming off two championships in the lights class, um, he's going to be, uh, be really good. I think he's going to be the surprise of the series for guys.
1: And um, I think he's going to be a podium guy on the weekend. I don't weekend. see I don't see him winning motos. Galdi, do you?
2: Mayor, um, like you said, that quietness and everything, and is he's is there. No, I, I I don't see him winning a moto, but he does rip at uh, Edmonton, Calgary, and the I mean, he did go one one at Kamloops last year too. But on those hard pack tracks, he is super super fast there. And um, depending on what kind of shape he's coming in, and he's got that. Uh, what all this, all those guys that were in the late all those last year's great outdoors videos, like Izzy, Millsaps, all these guys that got kids now. He just had a kid.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know,
2: that he's got that new little he's got a B twelve shot in his body, he's got something else to fight for, something else to go you know, something else to motivate him other than just riding a bike because, you know, maybe he doesn't know how to read or doesn't know how to work <laughs> construction or something, you know what I mean? Now he's got something else to work for, so um, I, I don't think I, I agree with you guys. I don't think it was, I'll see him win in a moto, but uh, I bet you he'll lead a bunch of laps and come damn close.
1: Teddy, if, it, Teddy if if, wins
0: an overall before the West is over. I'm calling it right now. Really?
1: Whoa, overall, look at Dave. Why don't one, you guys no, put no some money. money out there? We'll put some money on the line. Well, I got no I money, think
0: News is a, a little biased, though, man.
2: Aren't these guys all Atlas Brace 100% goggle guys now?
0: Did Gal- you notice? Yeah, Gal- all my all my guys. <laughs> so far, my top two picks are both uh, both my guys. <laughs> right, right. <Yeah. laughs> Let me like tell you. tell you he's always X brand guys. The, I want you know, we yeah. got Bobby in there for the win. So no, I'm, no, hey, no, buddy, uh, that's that's smart. There's a smart business guy.
1: Hey, no, no, no. I, Bobby's yeah. Well, actually, we don't know if Bobby's wearing X brand goggles. It's a very contentious issue right now. Uh-oh. But Uh-oh. Um, I didn't. I, he's wearing if he if he even wears X brand. I ain't calling him for any wins, Noof. Not like okay. you, <laughs> okay. Uh, and you guys can't bet because yeah, uh, Golly Golly doesn't have a job. He can't bet. He can't afford to bet anymore. I don't. Uh, okay, yeah. I, you know, I see Bobby winning before Teddy. Like I see Bobby being oh. a better rider uh, than Tyler, even. And you know, I see Bobby being. I see Metcalf and uh, with Then a big battle, a big gap, and then a battle between Canary Mayor, and Tyler. I know. I guess a little different from you two guys, but. but yeah. Um. Uh, okay. Well. Um, yeah, Jeremy too. Well, that's what I, I want to bring up. This is this is horrible in my opinion. This was a horrible move. Uh, <laughs> Jeremy can win the MX2 title for reals. He, you know, he was kicked off the KTM team. Him and Kevin, and from what I understand, and this is of course, I'm only getting one side of it, and there's many sides to this sport. From what I understand, he was offered Benoit's ride from last year. You know, off the side of the truck, good bike. Maybe not quite as good, but very good bike and and a very good setup for KTM. Good, good enough to win. Good enough to win. We saw in Benoit's case, and he said basically the middle finger to KTM. You know, and I understand there's some ego and some hurt feelings there. But Mm -hmm. sweet Jesus, moving to the 450 class on a YZ450F, tiny little Jerbear. He can be a hero in in the MX2. This was a bad move. This was a bad move for Jeremy. What do you think, Noof?
0: oh uh, i you know i I agree with you, Steve I mean, I know that Jeremy's a great rider, and like you said he can he can win the m x two class um I just don't see him winning the m x one class uh, not even i mean, I think he'll be a fourth fifth place guy you know on a on a really good day um but uh it's gonna be tough i mean he's he's kind of running his own team, so to say, mm-hmm. you know he's gonna be on the road a little bit more i I don't know all the team details, but uh I would think I would think that he probably could have been, you know, a little bit, uh, if you were you know, a little bit higher up on the totem pole if he stayed on the lights, lights bike even, rather than uh, doing his own deal on on uh, on Yamahas. There you was know?
1: even talk of him riding a two-stroke Yamaha in the MX2 class.
0: That would have been cool. I, I would have been. I would have thought that would have been a great idea.
1: Galdi, is this is this as bad as I'm making it sound? Is this a ter- Is this a bad move for him?
2: Um, no, because from what your standpoint, whenever to, and I mean, you see anybody ride that bike, uh, it usually doesn't come out smelling like roses. But up here, um, not that it's a better setup or anything like that. I, I don't know. I Jeremy's got that anger and fight inside him that every other racer wants, but he, he doesn't use it to his advantage for sometimes, I think he lets it get in the way, almost get in his head a little bit
0: mm-hmm.
2: when he races, because like last year, he was as fast or faster than Teddy, but he just... Could never put it together for the full 25 plus two he could just he would be there and all of a sudden he was like he went he got so angry that he started getting dizzy or something <laughs> you know what i mean yeah, like, but... so i he, again i think he's coming into this year almost the same thing angry uh the industry owes um uh, you know how did this happen but he's also very happy with what he's got right he's got red Bull back in him which he's super pumped on uh red bull in canada treat those guys like gold um, and then uh, he's got like his own little his own team back with his his sort of motocross family with the MX 101 guys and Yamaha where he started and you know it, it could make for a great story now whether or not he's battling for the wins I don't think so but I bet you will see him get some top fives on that bike
1: really huh you, in
2: the Moto's I bet you see him get some top fives Colton
1: yeah. Metcalf Canari Mayer Tyler there's five right there Keith is going to be on the East Clat's coming back halfway through apparently Graysick, and you see him getting top fives.
2: I, and some motos, Yep. Okay. I guess, uh, like maybe, maybe. Uh, well, I actually, Cam Lewis to changed this year. Newf would know a little bit more about this. The track's in a different spot, and and it's gonna be huh? uh, um, yeah, totally, a little different totally laid out. So I don't yeah. know how totally it's
0: gonna get the same track. kind of roughness. Or
1: um, hey, yeah, Newf. it's
0: not, the, it's not the same, man. It's Noof. uh,
1: it's uh, yo, sorry. At any point when we were discussing new tracks, feel free to bring that up. You were just there two I weeks forgot. ago. I forgot. I'm actually going there this week. You were there the two it's weeks ago, right. and you failed to mention. Hey, guys, it's a brand new, lake. A new track. <laughs> jerk
0: <laughs> actually you know what's funny is that you say that there's not actually one section that's there's not yeah it's not even the same spot <laughs> really huh okay oh yeah, right. no it's all over it, by
2: but, where like when you pull into the place now right
0: yeah it's right on uh, right Right next to the road, kind of, so to say. Yeah, I, guess kind of, I mean, it's just basically to the – if you were standing looking at the tower straight ahead, it's to the right – everything so is to the right of the tower, where before everything was kind of to the left.
1: Is the tower still there, and they're still, like, right up off the side the of the tower? The tower is
0: still there, but you're just on the other side of it. Oh, ah, okay.
1: All right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um,
0: but, um, yeah, to touch on that Jeremy thing, I mean, yeah, I, I agree with Daldy. It's not going to be the bike. The bike has a bad name, but that. But I rode that bike last year, and the thing was awesome. I mean, it's, uh, it was good. And I – and I think that Jeremy will have a have a good year, but I don't think he'll be battling for those top threes like he probably you know wants to. He's hoping, down, you know. Yeah, like he's hoping. And I mean, we obviously always shoot, you know set our goals high, um, but I do believe deep down that he, you know, hopefully he finds a good home and uh, is happy, and because and, he is the next guy in line to be. Um,
2: yeah, like what you say there, Steve. You named what eight guys, six guys. I know. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like like I listen to your, the U.S. podcast, so. Is the Jeremy happy with going? What did Rattray go like nine eight? Is Rattray right, right. happy with that? Is he going to be he's going to be a nine eight guy all weekend, all year long? Right.
1: Well, I th- yeah, probably he'll be right around is that, there. Right.
2: Is that is that happy? Is that going to make him happy? Is that the, is the team going to be happy no. with that? I no. Mean, no. look no. at the names on the list. You're, you're, I think you're stoked, but I don't know. Like it's well, weird now. You know what
1: I mean? I do believe. I do believe, if, if, I do believe if, if Jeremy. Oh, if, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. No, go, go ahead. ahead. It's, it's your show. Go
0: ahead. It's, <laughs> if, if it's my show. If Jeremy goes nine eight at Nanaimo <laughs> he's not gonna be pumped at all. Right. I mean he I has think he'd expect- be pumped expectations, on that not I'm sure. place, but Yeah, I'd like to go nine eight at Nanaimo too, but uh, <laughs> um, um yeah, I mean he he he's he's he wants to be a podium guy. I just think that he's you know, all these guys that he's going up against have years of experience in the four fifty class. He, he, and that uh, experience went... plays a big role in any kind of racing these
1: days. And I know it was a long time ago, guys, but remember, he did start off at 450, what like, two years ago, three years yeah. ago? And, I mean, yeah, 9 um, It was, oh, nine. Yeah, it was nine. a disaster. I mean, his bike broke a bunch, too, but... Thanks for listening to the BTOsports.com podcast show. Please don't forget that BTO is the world leader in aftermarket motocross parts for the bike, our body. You'll find deals like a Shoei VFXW helmet for 309.99, 45% off or Smith Piston Goggles for thirty-two ninety 65% off. Your order can be shipped anywhere in the USA for free. Or if you're not in the USA, we ship worldwide. Check it out at btosports.com. I do believe that that YZ works better with bigger people, bigger guys, and Jerry Bear is the opposite of that. Um, yeah. He's about the weight of my left leg, I think. And <laughs> let me ask you, Gauley, what what was wrong... Obviously, KTM's K- K in in Quebec, the, the Kevin Benoit, JSR thing. That was kind of a no brainer. But how does Jeremy Medellin not get a ride with anybody else? Like, how does Andre doesn't? How does he not get a uh, Richard Gray spot? Or how does he not get um, something better than uh, a privateer 450
2: Yamaha? Well, uh, I mean, I guess I'll just be honest here. The 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 status of the industry when you're dealing with Jeremy is is a bit difficult, and he's got a bit of an attitude. Okay. And and uh, it comes he comes across maybe more as as um, a very ego uh, sort of American type rider coming up here, sort of like you you owe me, I'm this or this, that yeah, you know. What I mean, I've never heard it firsthand. These are all you know, three phone call later kind of things. Right. But I've seen Jeremy at some races and stuff like that, and you get a bit of a different vibe with him. But out on the track, he hauls the mail and goes fast. But in our industry, up in Canada, we're small. If you, right. you know, you shit in one bed, everybody's going to hear about it.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: It's that's... sort of. I, I truly believe that's why. That's why it was what it was last year. Um, you know why he didn't go over to leading edge. I talked to Jason Hughes about it. He sort of leaned in that direction. Man, I don't know. He's, I don't know. He's kind of hard and difficult. And, blah, blah, blah. and then same with the KTM thing. Talking to Danny Bro before he left there and stuff like that. It was kind mm-hmm. of a difficult situation and. They, he had a, whole, a, full, a full falling out years ago with OTSF, so that was off the table right away. Oh, it was?
1: Okay, yeah, so he was never yeah, going back it, there. Yeah, that right. year
2: that he rode the 450,
1: oh, okay.
2: he went to go for dunes and rode the 250F, and it turned into this big
1: melee. Oh, that's and, right. Yeah, yeah, Didn't he just like show up just, with the 250F and, like, saying, I'm riding this or something?
2: Yeah, basically. Right, like, right. oh, well, I don't want to ride that. I'm going to ride this. And then right. he, it, it just was not a proper way to handle it. Um,
1: but so. Getting sidetracked a little bit uh, before we get to uh, more talk about this. Uh, there was some battling on Twitter. I don't think I started it. I usually do, but I don't think I started this one. I think, Newf, you did. Or maybe okay. Galdi did. I don't know.
2: No, I think it was, uh, was Kalen who started it going because he saw all those new Amer- all okay. those Canadian so, teams that hired Americans.
1: Do you guys, do, I think all three of us feel like, hey, Canadian riders, quit your bitching. Do we all feel like that? Or do we think that there should be some Canadian content hired over a faster American? Newf, what do you think?
0: I, I feel I, I've had this conversation many times with, with lots of different people, and, you know, I have no – this might this might have been different when I was racing, obviously, because uh, the Americans always came up that were fast, so I'd always be uh, pissed off about it. But um, now that I look at it, you know, from the outside in, I, I don't see one problem with it. I mean, these Americans that are coming up, they're aggressive. They want to have a chance to race. This and that—they're on the phone. They're trying. They're doing tryouts. They're—they're—they're they're, they're trying to get on a team. They're mm-hmm. trying to make it happen. They're trying to get to the next level in their career. The Canadians that are the ones that are usually bitching about—I'll probably take some flack for this—but are the ones that are just sitting back and and waiting for the phone call. Right. And and did that phone call isn't happening anymore. This isn't Canada in 2004 when there was five or six different big teams that had three or four riders, or you know what I mean, right? Like that. It's just not like that anymore, and and the guys that are the, the Americans that are getting rides and getting support, like the Topher Ingles and guys like this that are getting dealer dealer rides, they're the ones that are calling. They're they're pulling out every last stop to try to get away to the races.
1: Mm-hmm. Galdi, and, what do you what do you think? Oh, sorry, sorry, Noof, go ahead. No, no, that's oh. it. Galdi, what do what do you think? Where do you stand on that? I, I could see I, you. I could see I you. Agree with
2: a... okay. uh, Noof almost 100 percent in the fact that these American guys are a lot more hungry to go out and chase the dream instead of waiting for that dream to come to them. But the part that bugs me is that it's Canadian money being spent on Americans to come up uh, and ride on products that we're trying to sell to Canadians, even though they're the same product in the States, that at the grassroots level, how in the hell is Topher going to sell a bike for RTR that, say, um, Dylan Kalin couldn't or, or or Drew Roberts or or something well, to that effect? don't
1: you... Okay, don't you, see, don't you think that if you're a young, impressionable 10-year-old or 14-year-old or you, you, you want to buy a bike or your mom and dad want to buy a bike, they don't give a shit who where the guy's from that puts it on the box? It's just the fact that it's on the box that they want to buy a Honda? Don't you, or do you really feel like they're like, no, I need my guy on the box to be Canadian? You feel like that?
2: No, I think I feel like that maybe because I'm a little bit old school, but right. new school is that way. They, what you see is what you like well, that's, nowadays. Yeah, so
1: you're just shooting down your own theory.
2: Well, I, I guess I am a little bit, but I, I truly believe that I don't think it's—I don't think it is right that our little our our grassroots shops are hiring mm-hmm. American kids like the Topher dealer, that Dylan Schmoke, um, right. uh Even even um, uh, Courtney at Cycle North with Brad Nodden and Ross Johnson. These are all great people and all good riders, but I just feel like that money could have gone to some Canadian kid to maybe give a shot and see if he could get to that level that the Colin Fasciatis have gotten and all those kind of things. Okay, but, but also, the thing is, you know, when ahead. you're in racing and marketing and advertising. You know, getting the Tim Hortons ninth place ribbon may not sell bikes. Yeah. So you want to win. Like, Monster wants to win. They don't want to come second. They don't want to have a Red Bull guy on the top of the podium. They want to win.
0: And if it's
2: hiring Americans, then that's what it's going to
0: take. These the shop, the shops that are helping out, helping out these Americans, it's funny because there is. I mean, there's the Cycle North, there's uh, Maple Ridge Motorsports, and RTR. There's three, three shops that, uh, you know, have American riders on, on their bikes. These shops aren 't getting support from really anybody' they 're right. just basically yeah. spending money out of their own pocket to go racing and they don 't have the money to start off with a kid that 's going to finish 20th or fifteenth I know that 's a, that's a piss poor attitude to have, but they just they 're doing it because they, they want to go racing and have fun and get results and they 're not right. doing it to so much even to sell bikes. On Monday, they're doing it because they just want to go racing, and you know, let's face it, it's fun to get results. When it it's rewarding at the end of the day, no matter what. Yeah, exactly. If it's for yourself or for your shop, right. to have a guy in fifth rather than having little Johnny from uh, up north wow. get uh, get twenty seventh.
1: It was one of the questions I have for you guys when it, when we get to MX two was, and new we've talked about this. Where are all the young Canadian racers? Like, they're Look, Colton Fasciati, or maybe we'll just talk about it now. When Colton Fasciati was 15, when Beaton was 15. Oh, by the way, R.I.P. Beaton. You know he's not dead, but he's not racing this year. We all love, we all love Beats. I was like, you know something? No, I don't know. i no, just seen him last. What the hell was that? We should just pause. We should pause for Beaton's career. R.I.P. Beaton's career. You know. You want to
0: play like the Canadian
2: anthem right now? Or something? I just, you know, we all
1: love Beats. There isn't anybody oh, yeah. who doesn't love Beats, and he's he's not going to make the starting line this year. And uh, anyways, so when Fosciotti is 15, when Beaton's 15, uh, not so much Clatt, although maybe you two guys saw him, but I could see those guys, Spencer Knowles years ago, maybe his window's kind of gone, but I could see those guys and I'm like, hey, those dudes are good. I don't care what country they are. Those dudes have skills. Uh, Funny how they're all from BC, but it was true, Um, you know, and, and. They came up to be, I mean, Beaton had a good career, won Nationals, you know what I mean. Colton, of course, has been amazing. Um, I I don't see that, and again, maybe I'm just not there enough, I don't see any Canadian guy. Like, I see Richard Gray, and and a lot of people talk about him, but I've yet to see it on paper. You have the Farmers, Allisons, that are literally going to school all the time. They're barely taking any time off to go racing. They are beating the Richard Grays and Dylan Kalen, Spencer Knowles, the the kids that don't have jobs that are doing moto full-time and are supposed to be the great things, these hillbillies from Alberta come out and, and work them. And nothing against those guys. But, like, where is the next great Canadian racer, Galdi? Where, who's it going to be? Like, so if you're, if you're a shop and you want to hire them, who do you pick? Like, I don't even know.
2: Well, that's the, that's the thing. I, uh, I believe the that shop mentality if for going to local races and pumping it up as much as it was back in the day is is just not there as much anymore. Uh, almost what Neuf said there, these guys are hiring Americans to go win and just go have fun because, you know, the machine racings or the two wheels or mm-hmm. the Pacific Yamahas or the Richmonds are selling bikes no matter what now. I don't believe racing has that much effect on it as much as it used to uh, before. And I believe another thing is like these younger kids, as New said, they're not—they're not go-getters.
1: Well, okay, so they're not so going that... out
2: of their way. They're not picking up the phone. They're not getting in the face. They just—they almost just do it because their parents bought them bikes years ago, and that's all they know.
1: Like, give me Noof. Give me uh, your number one Canadian rider under twenty-one years old. Like I'll who's Okay, Jeff Pettis. I don't know who that is.
0: Well, he was supposed to be riding on the kind of the B team for leading edge okay. uh, this year. Oh, he he I did a little bit yes, last year, he but did. he was ripping this year, but he just broke his foot last year. Was he week. Not, not on a two-stroke?
1: Bike. Wasn't he on a two-stroke?
0: Yeah, he was on 125, yeah. but he's riding 250F this year. The kid's 15 years old, okay. and he does rip. I watched him test with those guys two weeks ago, and uh, he is definitely legit and then uh, but he broke his foot so oh, yeah. he's out for the nationals so we won't see what he's got he'll he'll be, he'll be back for Walton though and i would say he'd be your number one one of your number one guys going into Walton uh-huh. but then there's also that ontario kid that's legit weston i don't know rosina rosina i think he's pretty legit too from what i what i've seen last year at walton when he was on little bike still like yeah. that's a pretty good uh I mean, but those are only two guys. I couldn't really name you a third. anybody else. What about
2: you, I can, name, I
0: can name you ten,
2: but I go to a lot more races than you.
1: Yeah, but okay, you could. But I'm talking future Canadian champions. We're talking, we're talking the next Fossiati, the next. I mean, who? How many can you really name that are special? Because if you haven't done it by your time, you're 20 years old. You're not going to do it, you know. So, oh,
2: well, if I go with Newson, I might have to go with zero. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry so, to all the grassroots racers out right there, but well, I, don't, just, I don't see none of them doing enough of the work I, that needs to.
0: I think a lot of it. These other guys in. I shouldn't say a lot of it has to do, but I feel like with everything now, with 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 the internet and stuff, and and Twitter and Facebook and all this stuff, and people and podcasts, everything that that we do nowadays, I think a lot of these kids and the parents hear that you know what, like racing at pro like what is it really unless you're winning what is it really after that like what 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 happens if you finish 5th this year in the Canadian nationals like what what's that going to get you next year i mean right. a job on the rig <laughs> Working next, I, I to, gold. Like, working next to gold that. i i know that i know that for for instance myself and my dad like I, I know that when we were growing up racing my dad was pushing me like a maniac he really thought in his mind that like there was money to be made, and it was going to be all this and that, and mm-hmm. he's going to—I'm going to win, and I'm going to be a Canadian champion, and everyone's going to be happy, and let's all give high fives. Well, it's not like that anymore.
2: No, it's—but are you guys? It's a lot okay. of, they, You know, we're talking about it right now, almost in a negative sense. Like, you know, what are these kids? Where's the light at the end of the tunnel?
1: But are you guys with me? And of course, this is revisionist history. It's easy to say now, but it's true. Are you with me? And saying that when you watched Colton Fossiati, when you watched Beaton, you watched something special. You knew that those kids were going to be good. Yes. I mean, I watched Colton ride that Richmond bike uh, on a cowie in Supercross, and he was probably 16 or 17. Um, I'm like, that this kid's got skills. He's legit. And uh, you know, I watched him at some national, Washugal and stuff. You could see the guy's good. I, I don't know. I guess it's easy. It's easy to say now because they turned out to be good riders, but. I watch these kids now. And no offense to them, if they're listening to this podcast, I'm just like, eh, eh, you know. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Kalen's got great style. Like I love his style, but you know, I'm like, come on, let's let's make this happen. The hillbillies from Alberta that have go to school full time are beating you.
2: So <laughs> it's true, 100. <100%. laughs> percent Yeah, it's uh, anyways. All, all, right. those,
1: uh, all those things.
2: Next up, we'll ta- let's, move on. Next, let's next, move on. next,
1: up, we'll tackle the motocross nations. No, just kidding. Oh, we're, we're not, <laughs> we're not tackling that. Uh, let's move on. That uh, let's move on. Uh, yeah. All right. Four fifty class. Let's wrap this thing up. Is Clats coming back? Do do we, do we know this? Is?
0: As far as I know, as, as I know, he's going to be back for uh, Gopher Dunes. What okay. a Great one to come back for <laughs> the halfway point.
1: Um, yeah. Maybe he'll be. Eesh. Maybe he'll be able to paint a picture on the starting line for us. Um,
2: um, <laughs> I'm sure he'll have some. Great f- f- artwork from the first few rounds if he shows up in the Nationals.
1: Uh, Keist, uh Kyle Keist Galdi, you're the Kyle Keese expert. His window's probably closed on him, like, killing it. But he's only doing East Coast. But, I mean, is he a top-five guy still?
2: Um, what I see right now, no. Um, he's too inconsistent. Um, I think he's a little bit tentative on the bike. I mean, I've been racing him for the most part, so I haven't seen him a ton. Well, mm-hmm. actually, am sure I have seen him a ton because I've been leading him in most of the motos. Um, well, that's that that's not good. Like that. That's so not good. He's always got to come <laughs> by me. Right. But uh, I, as of right now, he's he's definitely got some work to put in if he wants to run top five with the names we were just ringing off.
1: Right.
2: But those three sand tracks, we know he can, and the heart and the passion for it all is right there, but he is, he, since his injury, he just kind of focuses on work. he's been focusing a lot on his work and right. getting his business going. So I think this year is one just to kind of get his sort of back in the game, and his plan is to get his business up and running so the next year he can go attack it again like he did with Newfoundland last year. Uh,
1: I saw Gavin Graysick is coming back up, late deal, late entrant,
2: right? Yeah, he's been riding the the gym bicycle all the time. He's ready to go, I guess, right?
1: He's a fifth to tenth place guy, I would (laughs) think. Uh, O'Farrell, Galdi, you think O'Farrell could do something?
2: Yeah, I'm actually trying to convince him to ride that 252 stroke on the East Coast.
1: Okay, all right.
2: Uh, he's got a brand new 450 that he's supposed to be riding this weekend, and then ride that on the East Coast. But he is ripping on that. Oh, so he's not, kids going, kids. he's not going. He's not going. He rides a bone stock. He didn't have the sag set, clickers, like nothing. Jesus,
1: South African just bro. gets on it yeah. and goes. Um, Jay Burks hurt. Ross Johnson. Kelly Smith is Kelly Smith coming up?
2: No, no he's, he's not, not now. He's not gray, coming now.
1: Oh, okay. So something happened there. Um, yep. Morgan Berger is doing 450s or two fifties.
2: He's doing four fifties for Sewer Rat Racing on Yamahas.
1: That guy was sneaky fast when he was there. Yeah, yeah.
2: He gets good starts. He's got good skill. Um, mm-hmm. He's going to definitely need to bank on those starts this year for sure. He's going to have to get top five starts every moto if he wants to finish inside the top
1: ten. Uh, all right. Let's. Anything? Okay. Well, let's 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 do this. Um, you can't give me any obvious stuff. Don't 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 pull that crap. Give me golly. Give me your surprise of the uh, of the four fifty class this summer. Like. Tyler doesn't count, but give me...
2: Give me your surprise?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I think, uh, well, I mean, almost all those names we named aren't really going to be surprises, I guess. I think my surprise would be Jeremy. Yeah. I'm not a huge fan of him, but I think he's going to ride that bike and and put all his anger and everything into a basket (laughs) and make it work this summer.
1: Right, Put it all into a basket. Maybe put the basket on the front of his bike, and it'll be full full of anger. Give him a little bell and stuff. Full of anger in there. Uh, Newf, what do you think? Surprises in MX1? Brock Hoyer. Brock Hoyer. I didn't even bring him up.
0: Brock Hoyer is doing the whole series. Yeah.
1: Wow. Okay. I mean,
0: I mean, I I said that Teddy's going to surprise a lot of people, but that's no, going to be obvious. I mean, he's going to yeah. be in there, but uh, Hoyer's a guy that nobody's really picking. Maybe like a tenth place guy, but I think that he has a uh, fifth, sixth place speed for sure. Okay.
1: Yeah. Good job. Yeah. I, 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 didn't I I've, right I've
0: seen him race. I, I've been racing with him local stuff, and
1: uh, he's. Uh-huh. Uh, He's been he's been riding really good. I can't help but notice uh noofs in Vancouver, Golly you're in Toronto, and you can see you guys have your coasts covered. <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> like true. There's not a lot of no like Golly's not pulling out uh, Brock Hoyer. He's not pulling Hoyer out any. At I any forgot point. about Hoyer too. I'm, see? <laughs> I'm
2: bummed actually, I like him.
1: Um, yeah. All right, let's move to MX two. Um, so Benoit, Tyler Villapoto, Politelli. Moffenbauer. Uh, let's go with Moffenbauer. He's on a two-stroke. He's going to be on a good two-stroke OTSF team. Um, how's he going to do? What's his? Can he win, Goldie?
2: Um, I don't think he can win. No, I don't. I, I got a chance to see him in California riding a little bit, and he was. He looked like he was struggling. It was fresh. Uh, free, he was just fresh on the two-stroke thing. So I uh. hope he's probably better now. But yeah. uh, he looked like he's going to struggle on that bike this year. Uh,
0: what do you think, Nuv? I think about the same. I, I think he's going to be a fifth place guy. I think that he's probably got the bike figured out a lot better since Galdi's seen him. I haven't personally seen him ride, but right. um, I think uh, I, I, fifth place.
1: Does he, does he wear another brand of neck brace? noose? is that is that why you're? Saying uh, no,
0: that? he's a, he's an Atlas guy, oh, so on, he's yeah. actually he's going to win. He's, <laughs>
1: he's going to win. He's going to win. Um, so Benoit is the is he the heavy favorite Galdi for the title? Like is he? I mean. Would you, I would say, yeah. Is he a Metcalf I mean, favorite, like that type of deal, or maybe not as much?
2: I he's he's probably close to the Metcalf kind of favorite for sure. I mean, right. the last what is it, one, two, three years? Last three years, or last two years? He's won motos, won overalls, almost. You know, came close to the championship in 2010, I think it was there or okay. 11. Yeah. So I, I'd say he's a heavy favorite for sure.
1: You agree with that move?
0: Uh, yeah, I think yeah. so. I mean, uh, if I was to pick my number one guy, it'd be Benoit. I mean, you look at the last five rounds last year; he yeah. scored the most points at anybody. He beat everybody straight up, and uh, he yeah. was probably the least prepared coming into those rounds of the day. He hit the most obviously.
1: points after, uh, of the races he raced at, more than Teddy. Yeah.
0: And yeah, by yeah. like three or something, I think it was.
2: Really?
1: Oh, yeah. 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 I knew yeah. he was, was good, but series, he was the champion. Right, right, right. I, I knew he was good, but um, and he's going to have a better bike, a better support system than in years past. Um Polatelli uh and Tyler Villapoto the leading edge guys I guess they'll be right in there. I w- I was talking to somebody who was out at your your uh your team team day um Newf, and okay. it, and his name I can't give his my source away but his name might be Shmame Shmishamore And uh um, <laughs> okay. I was speaking to Shmame Shmishamore and he told me that Tyler Villapoto was flying.
0: He was he was. I uh, when I was watching him, I was standing on the side of the track, and he was flying. But it was one of these. It was like, oh my god! I was like <laughs> jumping, and I was like, oh my god, he's gonna. Oh, and then he saves it, and he's like, whoa, where's he going here? And he's, oh, he's off the track. But hey, he right. was. The lap times didn't lie, and um, yeah, he was ripping fast. Um, time.
1: I was talking to his dad at Hangtown, and I said, hey, I heard uh, Tyler's hauling ass, and dude, I, I mean, you should. I probably shouldn't even tell the story, but Dan just basically tore him apart. Dan's like, Dan's like, he points to Ryan, who's standing over, you know, 10 feet away. Yeah, he doesn't have any heart like that one. He needs heart and grit like that one. And, uh, you know, he doesn't train. He doesn't, tra- he, d- he doesn't train. He needs to train like that one over there. He needs to train like that one. And I'm just like, oh, my God, like I expected, you know, typical mini dad, right? When you go up to the dad and you say, hey, your son's been ripping. The dad goes, yeah, you know, or you know, I expected the dad, Dan Villapoto to be like, yeah, he's riding good. He's working hard. I, and instead, it was like, dude, he just shot this dude down. He shot his own kid down. So not happy with Tyler Villapoto's work ethic and heart and grit. And so that made me a little <laughs> nervous about uh, picking him this summer.
0: Well, I think I think uh, you know anybody that has you know met Tyler up here last year. He's definitely a personality, and I mean, uh, I, yeah, I'm sure he doesn't work nearly as hard as Ryan, obviously. Um, <laughs> but I think that he has a I think that he has a lot of fun, and I mean, right. he, can, he can ride a dirt bike, and if he can pull it together. He's gonna win uh, he's gonna win some motos. I mean I don't know Okay I mean, so you it yeah. might take him a little bit, but um
1: But you have him winning. You have him winning some I, motos. I am
0: winning a few motos. Yeah. I'm not gonna go with uh with twelve motos like I said for Metcalf, but uh, <laughs> right, 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 right. I, think, uh I think maybe one, one or two. Uh what do you think? Goldie? one and a half.
2: <laughs> what do you think I, Galdi? Can't, get, I can't get over how freaking cool that dad is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the good one over there. Yeah. He doesn't have
1: heart like that one. Get, oh just my be, god! He, uh,
2: you you've got to call Nelson and just tell him that story. He would just love that he shit. Do, he just keeps uh, pointing uh, to
1: Ryan like you know doesn't tra- <laughs> he? Doesn't train like that one does. So oh, I don't know. God you know, I
2: love I love racing parents.
1: Well, I honestly I expected the opposite. You know what I mean? I expected him to just just start blowing me right there and telling me how great that his kid is. But uh, you know, oh, 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 like he was just like you know, but, uh, there, there was none of that. No, it was the exact opposite <laughs> of that. Um, um, <laughs> um,
2: but I'm gonna agree with Noof and say uh, he'll win some motos for sure. Um, I just don't see him. I don't see him being consistent enough to be a champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, his speed, I don't think, is going to be a problem. Right. Um, but I don't. I don't see him being able to put 18 motos in where to make that title. I'd say. i say you're going to see um, a DNF or two, which is the, which is going to be the downfall in the series. Oh, yeah.
1: you'll definitely see some DNFs. I think out of him. No doubt. Either bike related or crash related, Hanoof? Huh,
0: yeah, mostly. I, I, I mean, you're going to see, you know, maybe a whole shot and a win and then a 15th place start and an 8th place. You know what I mean? Right, like, right. it's not going to be a 15th to a first. It's going to be. You know, a 15th, he's going to ride like a maniac, and he's going to go off the track 6 to 12 times a lap, and he's going to finish 8th, you know what I mean? And he's going to go 1-8th for 5th overall or whatever, Uh, you know what I mean?
1: (laughs) Golly, what do you remember about Politelli when he raced? Like, uh, obviously we talked about the Gopher win, but, like, can he challenge Benoit?
2: Um, I remember him being really fast. Um, His perfume smelled like burnt clutch all the time. Oh, yeah. And his dad being a bit crazy. Uh Uh-huh and uh, that's about it. And him not making very much money. He's a very chatty fella, but he's very young too, I guess. Yeah,
1: yeah, he's not chatty at all. He wore X-Brand goggles this year in Supercross, so I got to know him a little bit. Got yeah. to got to know the dad, who I've heard a lot of stories about. But the dad was cool to me. But then again, I'm just okay. I'm the media guy who, you know. He,
2: again, he was he was cool to me too up top, so it was only stories for, from what I've yeah, heard yeah. of things. But um, Ben, you know, he's going to be – I would, I would assume the kid, like he's young, and he just had a, a fairly good Supercross season. Um, and uh, he's, you know, climbing through the ranks. I would think that he may be a name that's on, on a list for teams for next year in the U.S.
1: Yep.
2: Um, for, uh, for a West Coast Supercross kid or something like that. So, you know, he's, he's got the confidence rolling. And, uh, it, you know, if he rolls into the summer that way and he's going to have good equipment, he could definitely give Benoit more fits, I think, than uh, yep. people might give him credit for. Uh, but come uh, East, come East time. Benoit, if Benoit is leading by then, it's over.
1: It's over, yeah. yeah? Yeah, if he's
2: leading after the West, it's over.
1: Um. All right, so do you – can anybody – am I missing a guy for top three, Benoit, Tyler, Politelli? Like, can Gray, Gully your Richard Gray guy, do you think he can get in there? Or am I, are those three the the ones that I have? Are they going to be the ones that are going to be actually th- one through three?
2: I, I think you'll see Jared – Allison again battling on the West Coast in those hard pack rounds. Yep. Um, for that third, fourth position, and, and just like last year, he might squeak a podium out of there. Mm-hmm. And as far as Gray goes, I think you'll see him doing that in the sand. Okay. Um, he's a, definitely a sand guy, East Coast guy. Um, you know, the, and then right around there, so that four, five, six, seven position, you're going to have Jared Allison, Parker Allison, Topher, Gray. Right. Uh, Moffin Byer.
1: Knowles. Um, Did you say Spencer and Knowles?
2: Kalen. What's that?
1: Did you say Spencer Knowles?
2: Spencer Knowles, Brad Knott, like you know, those guys are all gonna be swapping um for that final third position. But I think I can't figure out who I'd like to pick over Paul Telly or Villapoto. I kinda like Tyler. He made me laugh last year and he seems like a bit of a gong show. So <laughs> I um but I, I just right. like like you boys both said, I think crashes and the DNS might bite him in the butt. Yeah. And uh when that happens I think you're gonna see the top of that next pack we just named is going to be the same guys we saw last year. Um, when it's hard pack, it'll be Jared Topher, and and Nodden, and then when the sand gets in the way, you'll see more of Kalen and Gray.
1: Yeah, uh, Newf, uh, Gray, Kalen, Knowles, Allison's Nodden, Ingles, throw them up in the air, huh? Like
0: yeah, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a uh, uh, that's uh, a he said it best. I mean, um, definitely couple you know couple of those guys you know are stronger in the West. Couple of them are stronger in the East, but. Uh, mm. An outright speed, and um, you know, on a good day, those guys are going to be battling hard. It's going to be really good from, like you said, third to uh, third yeah. to about eighth. I mean, those guys are all all going to be uh, all going to be good. I mean, Topher, I think, might have a little bit of an upper hand, maybe, on those guys just because I, I mean, he he was podium speed a lot last year, a lot. More so, but he had a lot of bike problems.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Like, um, is he going to have a bike that's going to see you together or like a pit <laughs> oh, area that doesn't look like a garbage dump or he, <laughs> any some sort
1: of organization? <laughs> didn't he use a <laughs> chick's bike at one race? Yeah, I he rode Denae uh, uh, Jeruzzi at Edmonton. Yeah. Right. Just like, hey, I need your bike. Yeah. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Canadian Nationals. Nothing says Canadian Nationals like, hey, my bike broke. I need to borrow the chick's bike. It's There's, awesome. There hey, was so many, more,
0: so, go ahead. Sorry, I was going to say
2: we share cups of coffee up here man you're going to share dirt bikes is like
1: nothing No no like I'm not and no I'm not bagging on the series like I love there are certain things about the Canadian series that are awesome one of them like last year at Walton uh Canarys coming over to the KTM truck and literally underneath the tent him and I and Dusty watching the motos and laughing our balls off at different things and meanwhile they were getting ready to go staging to go battle you know what I mean that is canadian moto and you yeah. do not get that in the US and there's just certain things I like about canadian moto that's one of them and also the the the, uh, the unknown dudes showing up and doing well and boring bikes like that's just awesome. That's just Canadian motors. <laughs> um, so I'm not I'm not bagging on it. It's it's unique. No, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, and also to Muffin we talked about him earlier. He's going to be in that three to ten range, right?
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Another guy actually that's going to be in there uh, that's been racing on the east here that I've been watching that's beaten Key, Stan Gray, and Liam and Samotas is Nathan Bless.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah,
2: right. He's on the GDR. and Oh, another guy we haven't talked about, that Blake Savage. Savage, I was just going to bring that up. Okay. Yeah, he's right. riding life bikes, uh, right? What about that kid? Those, 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 the GDR team there, they got the new guys, 250 Hondas. Uh, Steve, go. <laughs>
1: they, they just have Savage, or who else do they have?
2: Uh, Nathan Bless.
1: Oh, oh, Bless is on that team. Okay, all right. I yeah, know. it's
2: yeah. Bless and Savage. And uh, Bless right now has been riding a 450 and looks awesome. Huh. Looks really good. Been okay. Beating all the local Ontario boys here, uh, well, Hanley. Actually, Ontario racing's been amazing in the last few weeks. It's been really cool.
1: Oh, shocker, noof. Ontario racing has been amazing.
2: <laughs> yeah, <definitely>. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, it's the place to be, buddy. We're the California Canada. <laughs> uh, I disagree. Have you
1: been to Manitoba lately? That is where the the pulse of Canadian Moto is.
2: Uh, um. Okay. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I saw Ryan Miller's doing some motocross schools. I'm gonna I'm gonna hit him up.
1: Gets me so pissed off that Saskatchewan's produced. Like three top riders in Manitoba, just nothing, nothing. Um, uh, is the best
2: rider? Is the best rider Don Formo?
1: Yes, I would say he's probably still the yeah. best rider to ever come out of Canada. Obviously, Earl Reimers from Ontario and Shane Drew is from Ontario—they raced a lot there. Martin's, yeah. Martin's, you know, raced there, but no, born and raised Manitoba, I would say Formo. Uh, wow, he was fast. He had some skills. Um, yeah, he was good. Uh, Newf, uh is this is this the year? We're going on year ten now. Is this the year Spencer Knowles breaks out?
0: How many times have we
1: said that? <laughs> I don't know, but he's got a good riding style. He's got a nice yeah, riding style. No,
0: you know what, I, Spencer? He kind of. I mean, every year we we say right. the same thing. He's expected to do. We he's expected to do well, and you know what? He does show signs of uh, show signs of of that speed. I mean, he always hits the podium. You know on on every other weekend or every couple weekends. But, I mean, this year um, he's actually training with my buddy Sean Hamblin. He hired Hamblin to train him. Um, He's never done anything like that before as far as, like, on-the-bike training, trying to get more consistent. I mean, Spencer's always been fast, um, but he's never been able to control it. Um, That's because Beaton obviously teached him growing up. So he had the Beaton kind of mentality. Um, But um, I I think, I I mean... You know what? Maybe if we don't say that he's going to kill it this year, maybe he will.
1: Okay, so he's going to suck balls.
0: He's going to suck. But okay. I don't think he actually will. I think he's going to be really good.
1: Right, right, right. Okay.
0: Spencer's going to be in all the last chances for qualifying times.
1: Exactly. Why? Does, it, <laughs> does he not qualify well?
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: Oh. Um,
2: no, no, I mean, I mean, there's, there's always like a last chance in there. We'll see Spencer in there just so it's, he's going to
0: suck so bad. Oh, and yeah, the yeah right, It'll right, be amazing. right, right. And then oh. he'll come out and win. <laughs>
1: Um, okay, uh, I think we covered it. Give me a surprise this year in uh, in MX2, Newf. Uh We covered a lot of guys right there, but give me someone who could break out, who could do it.
0: Oh, man, that's going to be a tough one. Uh, I got one.
1: <laughs> Richard J. So, you,
0: go, you go first, Galdi. Yeah,
1: who, who do you got?
0: I, I got my my boy, I hung out in California
2: with him, Zach Deanna.
1: I don't even know yeah, who that is. Right. You can't do that. You can't just say that. I'm
2: telling you. He's he's a he's a young kid. He okay. rode for Murphy's last year, number two fifteen. Steve,
1: okay,
2: um, you would have never saw him. He won an intermediate title. He's a fast kid from Saskatchewan, and uh, he's going to be number twenty nine this year.
1: Another and kid I from I
2: bet you you're going to see that kid right in the right in the thick of it in the majority of motos with uh-huh. uh, in the seven to twelve range.
1: Another kid from Saskatchewan who's better than anyone from Manitoba. <laughs> um,
2: um. Yeah. Yeah. Again, he I'm sorry says, about that,
1: Steve. Uh, um, is Murphy coming back? God bless that guy for taking a truck out. I,
2: I don't know if he is or not. It, it, I don't think nobody so. Nobody knows what he's doing. Even I haven't heard. I know the Deanna's are, were part of that, but they're just going out on their own this year and okay. doing their motorhome yeah. and stuff like that. So it's
1: The sport needs of that, that Murphy dude, no doubt. Um, all right, Newf, what do you got? I mean, if I got a pick, I'm going to go um, – I'm going to say this is the year the Dylan Cannon does it. I hope so. I'm helping he, him out. Hurt. I'm actually
0: spinning the wrenches for him at the first four rounds. So oh, I you are?
1: So. Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: you
2: guys are probably talking about that before we started this and worked that in there now.
1: Um, oh, come on. Well, yeah, I imagine he's an <laughs> Atlas brace rider. So. Um,
0: you know, what? I like. It's hard to say. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, not gonna name one person, but I'm gonna say there's gonna be an American that we're missing that's coming up here on his own to do four rounds that we don't even know, and he hasn't told. Like nobody even knows that right. he's coming up. He's gonna show up at Nanaimo, and he's gonna be a fifth, sixth place guy. And he's gonna maybe can maybe do the whole series. I don't know,
2: but well, what you
0: can't tell us who it is, or you're just making us up. No, I just, I just don't know yeah. who it is. It could yeah. be me. maybe I'm just maybe I'm just going undercover this year. It could be me coming back.
1: Ala, uh, and I always think of this is the, Ben Evans was the perfect guy, showed yeah, up out of yeah. nowhere,
0: yeah, a guy like that there's 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 always that guy that shows up in the nine. I remember Ryan Abrigo last year, showed up and did really well. Uh, yeah. only did good that one round. He didn't go to any more, I don't think. But, uh, right, right. Um, you know, maybe there's going to be a guy like that that can get some support from, uh, I don't know, Phil and Ride or something like that that can go east.
1: Um, What's the best – if you had to – you know, there's going to be a lot of dudes, listen, uh, American guys listen to this. I think so anyway. I think they'll just listen to this because it's, it's automatically downloads into their queue, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, but if you had to tell someone who's never been to Canadian Moto Cross Series – which race I should go to? Which one would you say, Noof? What is the crown jewel of Canadian moto, do you think?
0: Well, when you go into uh, Gopher Dunes, they do their national looks, the best prepped um, out of anybody's. I mean, they have the proper, you know, you know, guiding out the track. They have the little ye- or yellow thingies marking the track, and they have the tents for the mechanics, and they have – you know, all the grass is perfect, and they have the perfect watering system. I mean, they they seem to put the most in, and it's when you walk in, you feel like you're at a national.
1: Okay, we in Golly? I cannot
2: believe that I just listened to Ryan Lockhart, pride of Nova Scotia and the East Coast, not picked. Oh, Moncton. Yeah,
0: yeah,
1: uh,
2: never to be alone right now. Yeah. the best fans in our country are at that race for Canadian motocross. I.
1: I went there once. Uh, I was very impressed. The scenery is beautiful. The track's got a good layout. You can see a lot of it. Like you said, all The fans were great. Um, I would say for me, Moncton was the best one,
0: I think, yeah. Um, I, I mean, we we start you the
1: know, <laughs> <podcast>. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no.
0: I, I agree. I, I do agree on that. I think that the fans, for sure, are definitely the best. I mean, the, the whole atmosphere is, is a, at a different level. Uh, I'm going track wise. I was thinking track wise. Well, I'm just, I'm, no, I'm talking everything. About... Like,
1: I'm literally talking everything track, uh, location, uh, fans, everything. Crown jewel of the Canadian Moto series. You know what I mean? Like, which one would you send people to? That's all. I mean, and I mean everything. So, if I
2: had to rank it one, two, three, I would go Moncton, Nanaimo, Walton.
1: Nanaimo? What? Yeah. Nanaimo? What
2: the Dude, fuck? It's right in the heart of the city, it's in the side of a fucking mountain. Okay, the track you can see from pretty much anywhere. The start is right where the crowd is. the The uh, podium is super easy to get to. It's super tight, so it looks crowded, even if there's only fifty people there. And the the atmosphere for a new person coming and looking at a race going, wow, this is a pretty cool place to have a
0: motocross race. Oh, wow. I go, I go top three. I'll, go to, I'll, I'll start – I'll go Moncton because you guys made me feel bad. No, right? no, you're re- – that's bull. Yeah, oh, yes, you, can't, no, no, you
1: can't say that. You got to – please give back your order of Moncton and, and, and that you got okay, from the Mon- city.
0: Moncton second. I'll go Gopher Dunes, Moncton, Calgary.
1: Okay. I've not Calgary's been Calgary's
0: to... pretty sweet with the city right there too. That's it is.
1: And you can walk to the hotel, I mean, from the track. Yeah. How, better, how much better does it get than that? I've not know? been to Gopher. I'm going to Calgary for the first time this year. Uh, I'm going to say Moncton is the best and uh the worst is Edmonton that that uh, that Edmonton one I went to last year was you know just kind of
2: yeah, yeah it wasn't very good last year right
1: right no. uh track's not that good to watch from um no there's not many people there it didn't look very prep very well you know what I mean that kind of stuff but uh Moncton no. I, I was impressed with Moncton that was that was super cool and um I'm yet to get to go for like I said so you know San Lee was pretty good I thought San Lee was pretty packed and not, they those guys do, a do a great good job. job. Johnny Grant
2: yeah. and uh, Kevin Tyler do an unbelievable job at Stanley, but they're just kind of too far off the beaten path, I think, to draw that
1: right. huge crowd. Right. So, yeah, if any, any Americans are listening to this, even if you're in Southern California, head to Moncton. Get on a flight. <laughs> yeah. It's three connections. Uh, it's three connections. Two grand. It's about two, two grand. grand later. Yeah, you'll be in Moncton, and uh, Mitch Cook will greet, we'll greet you.
2: You won't even need. You won't even need to get a hotel or a place to stay. You'll meet somebody, some Canadian guy who'll give you a bed, food, and free yeah. beer all weekend, and lobster,
1: free, and free lobster.
2: Most likely, you'll be able to make out with his chick, or maybe <laughs> see her with a top off or something. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's, a, all that's, how, friendly, that's la- how friendly Canada is.
0: <laughs> is that how good my house was last year? golf year, what?
2: Um, yeah, it, it lived up, buddy. We had a good time out there. <laughs> Actually, I got to hit up Scotts. So I want to come stay at his place when I come out this year. <laughs> He'd love to have his board right now. Is uh, he? Yeah, no, I'm going to hit him up, but it'd be good. But, yeah, Monkton is, is a good one to go for any uh, Yankee that listens to all Steve's boring podcasts to come check that one out.
1: Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they'll, they'll get on it, like I said, three stops and <laughs> two grand. <laughs> um, all right, anything else? Anything else you want to add? Is, do we, did we cover it? Um, I don't know. I think that's about it. Okay, starts uh, uh, next weekend. Not this weekend, next weekend in, uh, in Nanaimo? Yeah. Or Kamloops? Nanaimo we'll talk- first. Nanaimo's and, first, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah,
2: right. Should be good to go. Hopefully the weather's a lot better than last year. It was a, lot, it was a big mess last year. So.
1: Is it uh, – and, and, and catch me up on this. Is it four weeks in a row, two weeks off, five in a row like normal? Or no? It. Yeah.
2: Uh, no, it's uh, four, two weeks off, four, one week off, then Walton.
1: Oh, Walton's okay. Is that because
2: – Yeah, it's a, got a weekend off this year, just the way the weekends work or something. Brett,
1: Brett Lee did not want the race to be held on that certain date. Is that –
2: um, Walton does have quite a bit of pull for that one day, but I think it actually has to do uh, with the Moncton one is always on the August long weekend, I think it is. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah, first, first weekend of August or whatever. Yeah, right.
2: something like that. It's just the way the works Week out this year. Like next year it'll probably be four, two off, five again or something like that.
1: Okay, so we're all in agreement. Metcalf, Benoit, those are your two champions if, if we had to put our house on it.
2: Uh, Don yep. Formo and Marty Burr.
1: Okay, fantastic. <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, Valancourt and Arnaud Bernot.
2: Oh, Arnaud Barneau with number the old Evian gear.
1: Two two one. I think he was. Or
2: number one, <laughs> yeah, I got pictures yeah. of him in, my, in yeah. my house right here in my office. <laughs> um,
1: all right, guys. Hey, thank you for doing the uh, DMX slash pulpamex, Canadian Motocross Preview. Ryan the Neuf, Lockhart, and uh, Ryan Galt, thank you, guys. Uh, I think we all learned something today. And uh, I'll see you guys in Calgary. Um, good luck with the series and everything. And, uh, yeah, can't wait to catch it.
0: Thanks a lot, Steve. Take it easy, Noof. Thanks, boys. Later. Later.